When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to another video and podcast from Fantasy Football Scout. My name is Joe and today we're looking at the Game Week 9 wildcard. Um, for those considering it, uh, those who already pressed the button and to show uh, those who aren't what they may be up against. Um, the key point I want to make is that I actually don't think it's an ideal time to wildcard so um, you might want to hold fire if perhaps you haven't already nevertheless um, it's a great chip to use so pretty much there's no there's no bad time to use it it's a really good chip to use to uh, overhaul your side um, the reason I don't think it's ideal this week is because Manchester United who everyone wants to get rid of in their teams they place Sheffield United which is a great fixture but we don't want them long term. So if you have them and are wildcarding, you have to consider about removing them. And that's a risk. And if you don't remove them, it's going to be difficult to get fit some of those other targets in the Spurs players, Salah, for example, at Liverpool um, in. So that's that's the difficulty that you've got. It's much easier in game week 10 when they have a bad fixture. Arsenal have suddenly have a good fixture. There's a bit of a fixture swing. Um, so it's, it's easier to make that move. And those in game week eight um, just sort of did a Hail Mary and just got rid of their Manchester United players anyway. Um, so they don't have to face that in game week nine. Um, so, yeah, Aston Villa too, um, West Ham. These are key teams um, that we'll look at. Um, but as game week eight, uh, Wildkind card has found, um, there's still gains to be made just by forgetting teams like Manchester United and Chelsea. So, for example, I wildcard in game week eight. I got rid of Sterling. I lost his 16 points, but I got Salah in. I've got other players in and I've got a big green arrow. So I've just forgotten about that 16 points already uh, because of that green arrow. And that's what you can get with a game week nine even if you avoid um, those players with a great fixture like those Manchester United players. So what we'll do is we'll look at the fixtures. We'll look at the teams um, to target that you want to get players in for. We'll look at the worst defences, so the teams to then attack. You want your players to attack. And some of those matchups there, um, some of the key players that are facing those poor defences. We'll look at some of those attacking players, some of the best attacking players this season and then I'll put some drafts up as well I've got a couple of three five twos that's the formation I I currently like but you might think differently and if so I've got a four four two as well and a four and a three four three as well um, and uh, so they're, they're things for you to consider there um, do please uh, press that like button and uh, do also remember to subscribe as well wherever you're listening to this or whether you're watching uh, on YouTube. I mean, let's just dive in. Let's just let's just get cracking. Um, next six fixtures we'll look at. So um, I, I like six fixtures because if you look further ahead, um, it can be quite tricky to to get all of those 
um, because sometimes you get fixture swings within that period. And I think with six fixtures, you can really plan ahead um, for that one. So this shows that Aston Villa, West Ham, Liverpool and Crystal Palace, to some extent, um, you don't want to load up too much on Crystal Palace, but nevertheless, Crystal Palace, Newcastle and Arsenal, they have the best fixtures. Aston Villa, they've got West Ham at home, Luton at home, Nottingham Forest away, Fulham at home, Tottenham away, Bournemouth away. Uh, West Ham, for example, they've got Aston Villa away, obviously, but then they've got Everton at home. They've got Brentford away, Nottingham Forest at home, Burnley away, Crystal Palace at home, and Liverpool, Everton at home, Nottingham Forest at home. Great fixtures for Salah there. Luton away, even better fixture. Uh, Brentford at home. Then they've got a toughie with Manchester City away, and then Fulham. And then um, I mentioned Crystal Palace's fixtures. They've got Burnley, they've got Luton um, within their next six, and they've also got Everton as well. Um, Newcastle, they've got Crystal Palace next up. Then they've got Wolves away. Arsenal, that's a tricky one. But then they got Bournemouth, Chelsea and Manchester United. So they're good fixtures for them. Meanwhile, Chelsea, Fulham, Luton and Manchester City. Manchester United as well. Um, they're, they're, they're lower down. They're the lowest on this ticker. Yeah, they've got the worst fixtures. So Chelsea, for example, they've got Arsenal, Tottenham, Manchester City and Newcastle in their next six. Um, uh, Manchester City, um, they do have Brighton and Bournemouth. But in amongst all of that, they've also got Manchester United, Chelsea, Liverpool and Tottenham. So it could be trickier fixtures, but it is Manchester City. Manchester United, yeah, mixed bag. <laughs> they got that Sheffield United game <clears throat> and then they go straight into Manchester City. So that's why game week 10 wildcarders will probably feel... Um, okay, <laughs> getting rid of those players there. But then they do have Fulham, Luton and Everton. Nice block there. So they might regret that suddenly. Game week 10 wildcarders, game week 9 wildcarders as well. Um, <clears throat> and then you've got um, uh, Man uh, Manchester United. They've got Newcastle in game week 14. So there's some of the fixtures there. And we can already see the key teams we want to get in on our game week nine wildcard. Um, Villa, West Ham, Liverpool, Newcastle, Crystal Palace, good for enablers. Arsenal, you need to be thinking about. Yes, Arsenal have Chelsea away in game week nine, which Chelsea are getting a bit better. So that could be a tougher fixture, but nevertheless, OK. But then they've got that Sheffield United game and then suddenly players like Saka actually become a captaincy candidate. Um, they've got that Burnley game as well, Wolves game, all, all within that fixture block there. So these are good um, fixtures. Let's have a look at those um, worst defences then. So this is so far, this is last, sorry, not so far, this is the last six matches. That gives a kind of a good spread, I think, of um, the you know, teams they played. Um, and this shows... And this won't come as a surprise <laughs> to anyone who's been playing FPL this season. Sheffield United, Bournemouth, they are the worst. Sheffield United, the expected goals conceded is getting on for 17, so more than 16 goals. They've in fact conceded 19. They've got no clean sheets. This is a defence to target. <laughs> so this is why Game Week 9 is tricky if, you, if you're thinking about your Manchester United players. Bournemouth. The next worst uh, ex expected goals conceded 14.6. They've in fact conceded 14. Bang on. They've had, they have managed to get a clean sheet, but they are a poor defence this season so far. We've got West Ham um, in there as well. Um, but looking at the way West Ham play, um, expected goals conceded has been 12. So a bit below um, those, those, those worst two, but um, they've conceded 10 goals and they've kept a clean sheet. And just looking at them play, they just look like a better side. Uh, Wolves as well, they look like a better side there next. And then Brighton. Now, Brighton could be good to target for the captaincy. Worked well for those that captain Salah 
and game week eight against Brighton. Uh, worked well for those that owned or captained Ollie Watkins against Brighton when they hammered Brighton 6-1. So they're, they're a porous defence against the tough teams. Um, uh, Brighton have conceded 14 goals, same as Bournemouth. Um, and the expected goals conceded is just over 10. So marginally unlucky, but, you know, you, you make your own luck. Uh, Burnley are next. 14 goals conceded as well. Expected goals conceded 10. And no clean sheets, just like Brighton. And a bit further down, we've got Luton. Luton actually is not too bad. <laughs> um, their, their expected goals conceded is 8.56. Liverpool's is 8.93. Crystal Palace is 8.29. That puts it in context. Um, Luton have actually only conceded eight in the last six. No clean sheets, though. Um, so they will concede, but they're not quite as bad as the likes of Sheffield United and Bournemouth. And I think that bore out with the captaincy in game week eight. Lots of people thought, ah, Son against Luton. But it didn't actually work out that way. Luton at home especially, not actually as tough as we think. Teams like Brighton, Sheffield United, Bournemouth, they're giving away chances for fun. So they're possibly the teams to target. Um, So let's have a look in detail at those teams, those poor defences. And I have highlighted Brighton as well, because this is important. I think for the captaincy, and that's important for your wild card. So on your game week nine wild cards, you want the best captain. You want to spread a captain. So, so for example, game week eight, I had Harland, Salah, and Son. They were the three most popular captain choices. If you own all three, even if you don't get the right one, if you you know captain Salah, um, Son instead of Salah, or or Harland instead of Salah. Even if you did that, because you've got that spread, you've at least nailed one of them. <laughs> you've at least got them in your team. And it's only Haaland who's above 100% effective ownership, which takes into account the captaincy as well. Um, so you're still getting that rank again, which is what you want at this stage um, of the season. Um, so looking at this in terms of captain, Sheffield United already established poor defence. Manchester United up next. So Bruno Fernandes is actually a good captaincy shout this week. Um, but then you've got, they face Arsenal game week 10. Saka suddenly. Is, so if you, in game week nine, you might want to not, you might not want to get the likes of Saka. He is injured at the moment, but we think he'll be back. Um, but you might not want to get him, but you need to be thinking about how you're going to get him in. So for example, my game week eight wildcard, I got Son in. I'm keeping him for game week nine. Game week 10, I'm probably going to move him to Saka. I don't, I think Son then has Crystal Palace away. And meanwhile, Saka has Sheffield United um, at home. So I think that is a better fixture, a much better fixture. And he's a captaincy candidate. Um, So looking down uh, uh, along there, then you've got Wolves face Sheffield United, Brighton as well, Bournemouth and Burnley. So you probably wouldn't want to captain them, but these are players to consider. Neto, for example, at Wolves. Uh, Solanke at Bournemouth could be an option if you need to find some money. Let's have a look at the Bournemouth defence. They've got Wolves up next. So once again, Neto could be could be an option on a wild card there. And then they've got Burnley, so you're not going to captain a Burnley player. Um, but you and you, you might not have any Burnley players either. But then game week eleven, they face Manchester City. So do you really want to be getting rid of Haaland when in two games' time? I mean, not only is he facing Brighton's defence in game week nine, but then game week eleven. Um, he's facing uh, that Bournemouth defence as well. So getting rid of Haaland could be a big risk. He's going to be very well captained. Um, and then, so yeah, and Bournemouth, Newcastle, Isaac could be a captain option if he's if he's playing. If Wilson's injured, for example. And then Aston Villa face Bournemouth, game week 14. Ollie Watkins, 
great fixture for him. Good captaincy. He's, you know, he's got a hat-trick already against Brighton. Uh, Burnley, they face, um, looking along their fixtures, just to sort of, I'll, I'll sort of summarise in terms of more captaincy. Um, Burnley face Arsenal in game week 12. Once again, that puts Saka into the captaincy equation. Um, they also face West Ham. Good news for Bowen um, facing Burnley, perhaps. Um, and then looking at Luton. So we've always established they're not actually as bad, but nevertheless, they're going to be of interest to people. Um, Salah's Liverpool face them in game week 11. That puts Salah into the captaincy conversation. Salah at home, even, you know, it's, Liver- it's Luton still. Um, I think he could do some damage there. Manchester United face them in game week 12. And then um, with Brighton, um, there's some options there for the captaincy, but also teams to consider as well in terms of attack. I think it's really, the, I think with Brighton, they are a good team, um, but they do come unstuck in their defence against absolutely amazing strikers and teams um, and teams with a you know effective attack. And as and I think Haaland in game week nine is a, is probably the best captaincy shout. Um, looking what Salah did to Brighton uh, in game week eight, um, and then Brighton face Fulham, Everton, Sheffield United, Nottingham Forest, Chelsea. So no real captaincy considerations, and also they're not the the teams we perhaps want to target. Um, there so that that gives you some kind of in indication of who you should be getting to target these poor defenses um so let's have a look who you should be getting perhaps most attacking players um so yeah i mean this i mean there's a lot of strikers here and we do have a 343 because i did this um table and i thought i've got to put a 343 formation in here because this is going to be attractive to people so we've got e- e- this is sorted by minutes per expected goal involvement non-penalty isaac is top um he's got six goals i've i've restricted this by the way to six starts so if you've had less than six starts you're not on this table um so isaac uh, six goals from six starts minutes per expected goal involvement non-penalty every hundred minutes uh, he's actually created three chances as well um yeah, he's doing really well. If Wilson is fit, is unfit, then you know Isaac is going to play. Just scored two goals in game week um, uh, eight. You know he he is he is a player to have in as well. But you also perhaps want Haaland as well. He's next uh, there. Eight goals, eight starts, brilliant stuff. Minutes per expected goal involvement, non penalty every one hundred and four minutes. Jackson's next. I'm going to skip over him. People, we, people have been burnt by Jackson. I don't think Chelsea's fixtures are poor. Then we can. Then next in the list is Salah. Five goals, four assists, all round expected goal involvement is great. 120 minutes there, so you can get the assists, you can get you the goals. Um, a great capsule out game week eight and certain fixtures down the line as well. Um, eight starts there, 17 chances created, great spread of points there, and he's getting bonus now. Saka's next. Um, four goals, three assists in his seven starts, minutes per expected goal involvement, non-penalty every 123 minutes. These are the players you need to be considered, if, even if you can't get them in your game week nine wildcard, you need to be thinking, how can I get them? Um, so next up, just to sort of wrap this up, we've got Son in here as well. Eight starts, six goals, fantastic stuff. Madison, eight uh, eight starts, two goals, five assists. You know, he's racking up. These are 
these players are racking up the points. Uh, Madison's eight, eight million now. Um, Fernandez eight point four million. Um, eight starts, two goals, one assist. Not as good as the others there, but he faces Sheffield United next. Ollie Watkins four goals, seven assists. Amazing, seven assists. Um, minutes per expected goal involvement, non penalty every hundred and fifty minutes. Uh, and Bomo's at the end there. People have gone off and Bomo, so I'll sort of sketch over him. But we've got some good names there, and we've got some good, good uh, sort of attacking. Names. Names, uh, lots in midfield, so that highlights three five two. But you've got the likes of Isaac as well. You do have also Darwin Nunez, who's not included in here because he hasn't had the starts, and that highlights what you're buying into with Darwin Nunez. Great striker, Liverpool great. Will he start? That that's the that's got to be the question. And and you're getting your game week nine wildcards got to last. Let's have a look at some of these drafts then. Really rattling through this. We're going to try and get this into, well, it's gone up to 15. I've rattled on for 15 minutes now. want to try and get this to around 20 minutes if I can. A bit naughty of me to go a bit over, but let's go. Don't want to miss out these drafts. Three, five, two. So this is the Hail Mary. Manchester United are playing Sheffield United. Don't care. I'm going to leave them, leave them out. And this is a policy I adopted in game week eight. With st- I missed out Sterling's points. I could have missed out on Manchester United's points. But I just thought, what the hell? I don't want these players long term. So this is a long term, flexible three five two. Turner, Ariola in goal. That's that's your your cheap um, stuff there. You got we've got four good defenders, um, but we're playing three, so we've got a good first sub every week. We've got Cash, uh, uh, Aston Villa, Anderson at Crystal Palace, Burn, and then Pedro Porro at Tony uh, at Tottenham. And I've got Taylor on the bench, third bench from Burnley there. But looking at those, um, you know, there's, so Anderson will be a bench on the bench some weeks. Burn will be on the bench some weeks. Podro, uh, Pedro Porro on the bench some weeks. Cash, some weeks. Great, a great first sub, though, to have all of them. Good first subs. Um, in a 3-5-2, I've got Salah, I've got Madison, I've got Son, I've got Bowen. So we talked about those West Ham fixtures being good um, and, and Spurs fixtures being good and Salah being Salah and Liverpool's fixtures being good. I've also got Gordon in here to complete the 3-5-2. Um, I personally, on my Game Week 8 wildcard, I've got Neto, but Gordon was suspended then. He's not suspended now. Newcastle are a great attacking side, great defensive side as well. Gordon, I think, is is, is a great option here. You can go for Neto as well, um, but it's a good. I think it's a good price point. I think you can you can just about get up to a few like the Ward Prowse with a half a million. So it's not too far off that. Also, you've got some options in that bracket. Uh, Archer's on the bench, and then I've gone for Ollie Watkins and Haaland. Um, you might prefer Alvarez. You might prefer Darwin Nunes. You might prefer Isaac. But nevertheless, get that price point in there. Okay, this next up is a three-five-two. Um, by the way, all of these. Um, Drafts I've done to uh, I've got about one or two point uh, point two or so in the bank for virtually all of them, so I can just about do them. Um, I think some of them might have nothing in the bank. So, so depending on your um, uh, your team value, you should be able to afford this ish. You might have to cut a couple of corners, but you should better afford this ish. This is a three five two, but with Manchester United. So we're getting. Getting advantage on those who are waiting to play their wild card, who might still have Manchester United players. Meanwhile, you've still overhauled your side. You're still getting Salah in. So Turner, Ariola, same. Cash, uh, Dan Byrne. I've gone for Romero to save a bit of money. He's a bit cheaper for Spurs, but a good, a good defender. I've got Mark Gahey as well, saving a bit of money on Anderson. And then I've got Taylor from Burnley. So good sub still. I've got Salah. I've got Son. 
got Bowen, Gordon, Madison has had to make way for Fernandez. I've then up front I've got Watkins, Haaland and Archer. This is a 3-5-2 with Manchester United. Now, you are going to want Saka in game week 10 probably. Depending on your budget, depending on what prices they are, Fernandez can just easily be moved to Saka. So think of ways you can get Fernandez to Saka. And that could mean going out going without Son and perhaps having Madison in place there. But definitely think if you're going to get Manchester United, keep a Manchester United midfielder, think how you're going to get rid of them. <laughs> um, and Saka's the one. Um, a 4 4 2. Let's rattle through these two too quickly. Uh, we've got Turner and Ariola again. Um, so um, I've, I've beefed up the defence. It's a 4 4 2. I've got Cash. Uh, I've got uh, Dan Byrne. I've got Pedro Porro as per usual. And I've gone for Trippier. So. Problem I faced on game week eight wildcard, Trippier v Watkins. I couldn't have both. Some people have found a way and have a credible rest of the, the team. Um, I still could not find that in game week nine. So just a bit of a warning there. Trippier v Watkins will be one of your decisions. Um, Salah um, is there. Madison is there. Son is there. Bowen is there. What a what a great quartet in, in midfield. And I've gone for uh, Chukwemeka from Chelsea's 4.3. Nice and cheap, but you won't want to play him. Um, but there he is. Um, but you know, you never know. He might get a game. Gone. Uh, um, gone. Uh, sorry, this is sorry. This is a four 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 two. And so Archer's still there. And I've gone for Alvarez. Could not afford Watkins, but there are options there. Alvarez, Darwin Nunes, if you've got a bit more money, and then Haaland. So there's that four four two there, and that involves Trippier. I, I don't mind this. I don't mind this. I just I think I prefer the three five two. Being a bit more flexible and, and jumping on and off some of those players, particularly trying to get Saka. Um, but nevertheless, you can get Saka with this one easy. Son to Saka, game week ten, uh, and then finally here's a three four three because some people like that, and there are attacking options. So this has got up front Isaac Watkins Harland. That could be Darwin Nunes Watkins Harland. Could be Alvarez. Uh, Isaac, what Harland, so on. You know, there's a lot of choice up there. So you've got that nice three four three. Corners must be cut. So at the back, I've still got Turner, Ariola, still a great value uh, goalkeeping partnership there. Got Matty Cash, got Romero, saves a little bit of money f- for Spurs, and then Dan Byrne. And then I've got the ultra cheap here. So this is really inflexible. It's a 3 4 3 with Kabore and Taylor. So you don't want to play them at all. So they're not a good sub. Um, then um, uh, 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 with. Um, uh, in the 3-4-3, you've got Salah, Madison, Son and Diaby. That saves a bit of money. Diaby, Aston Villa, great fixtures. Diaby, great player. Um, and, and once again, uh, uh, Chukawemeka from Chelsea. And then Isaac Watkins, Haaland up front there. So that is an option to consider there. All of these are roughly around my budget, which be roughly around yours probably, because I only wildcarded last week. So I'm not, I haven't got, I haven't got like huge, huge value in my team. A little bit better now after a week, but not it's not not amazing um so anyway lots to consider there um for me personally i like the 352 um i, I kind of quite like the manchester united um idea to sort of tap into those a bit another option is to get hoiberg and this is something i have toyed with as well instead of watkins for example you could have a 352 just get hoyland uh, from manchester united he faces sheffield united um have him in and then have the money in the bank to move him on to Watkins in game week 10. Um, but then you might want to use that transfer to get Saka in. And therein is the dilemma of the game week nine 
wild card. Hope that's given you um, a lot of food for thought. Um, lots to take in there. Um, apologies, it's a bit over the 15 minutes, um, but um, lots to pack in. Um, do press that like button if you like what you've seen. And do remember to subscribe so you can keep up to date with all the videos and podcasts uh, that Fantasy Football Scout put on. Um, each week during the season and also off season as well so loads and loads of coverage there thanks a lot for your time take care good luck with your game week nine wildcard